Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Jean. And then I'm Mike. And today we're doing the crossword for Wednesday, September 27th, 2023. Did you do the crossword? I did. And was it a winning Wednesday? Oh, no. It was a slog Wednesday. Really? Yeah, I had a lot of trouble getting this done. Oh. But I did get I see. it done. Um, any particular areas of concern? Uh, not really. It just, I don't know. I just had a lot of trouble trying to figure out some of the answers. And then when I got done, I had a mistake. Mm. So then I had to find that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was it was a bit of a challenge for me. Well, I mean, there are a lot of black squares sort of isolating areas of the grid. Maybe that was, I don't know if that was part of the problem or not. I don't know. But hmm. <laughs> but I went over and over again trying to figure out where my mistake was, and I can't even remember where it was. Was it 67 across, smoothie seed, instead of chia? Did you say chai, like the tea? No. Oh. <laughs> I first put in a kai, but that was wrong. Mm-hmm. So I had to change that to chia. Uh, for it seemed like there were a lot of them like that. You put in something, and it's like, no, it's something else. So. But that, that's that's my crossword-solving world. Uh-huh. I think 41 across, uh, eponym of a popular vodka brand, I put in Sky, and it turned oh. out to be Tito. And so that was named after the former Yugoslavian president? Uh, apparently. I you know I didn't know that. That's pretty bad if you're known for having your own vodka. Right. Um, I went for one across, playfully tap on the nose. I went for beep instead of boop. Oh. Which was the correct answer. Right. Uh Uh-huh. And and nine across, step after lather. For some reason, as soon as I heard that, I I envisioned a barber shop. Me too. And so I went for shave. Me too. Really? Yep. Huh. I put in shave before I put in rinse. Listeners, you should know that Gene and I solve independently, and therefore any um, coincidences like this are just coincidences. Mm-hmm. Um, 20 across was sealed with a knot. I was sort of was expecting sealed with a kiss. But I guess we, we, we've sort of completely... Um, glossed over the theme. Right. Would you like to talk about the theme? Well, okay. Um, uh, yeah, it was a, it was kind of a complicated theme, too. Uh, there were, uh, first of all, there were two very long answers running vertically, 11 down and 25 down. So you have to, you had to know those in order to understand the theme. 11 down was, um, let me get the clue here. Um, meaningless? Meaningless. And that was nonsensical. And 25 down was um, so named father of modern linguistics. And that was Noam Chomsky. Mm-hmm. I did not know that Noam Chomsky was the father of modern linguistics, but I will take Take their word for it. I just assumed he was the father of modern Linguini, but uh-huh. uh, apparently not. Well, I just thought he was a writer. Oh. <laughs> but, and then you had these uh, other clues running horizontally uh, that weren't 
start or anything, but then when you got to the revealer clue, they all kind of uh, lit up. <laughs> or they, they were... They were all highlighted. Highlighted. 17 across, like helium and carbon dioxide, I put tasteless, and then it turned out to be colorless. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then 37 across, indication of correctness in Wordle, and that was green. I guess, yeah, the letters turned green right. if they're correct. Uh, 40 across, you might entertain them, and that was ideas. And then 43 across was uh, recharge, so to speak, and that was sleep. And then finally, the revealer clue, 61 across, following those, uh, those four previous clues, colorless, green, ideas, sleep, uh, the end of a properly formed, yet 11 down, which was nonsensical, nonsensical sentence by 25 down, which was Noam Chomsky, demonstrating the distinction between syntax and semantics. And that was the word furiously. So the sentence that he created was colorless, green, ideas, sleep, furiously, which was nonsensical. Yes. But did demonstrate the difference between syntax and semantics. You know, I would imagine that most people hearing that sentence colorless green ideas sleep furiously would not immediately think, oh, now I see the difference between syn syntax and semantics. No, probably not. I think they would say um, police, or <laughs> security, something like that. Uh -huh. so, so anyway, that was, um, that was the theme. Okay. And it was, it was a bit complicated. <laughs> but I suppose uh, apparently this is kind of a famous sentence. Although I have never heard it. <laughs> so. Colorless green ideas sleep furiously? Yes. Well, it's by Noam Chomsky, mm -hmm. who is the father of modern linguistics. <laughs> so. According to whom? Noam Chomsky? No, according to... Probably Wikipedia. Uh, so named. So named. Mm -hmm. And it was in the crossword, so it must be true. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, um... I'm going to guess, I guess I'm going to have to research that sentence. Yeah. It is sort of fun to say. Well, I did research it. Oh, good. And yeah, he really did write it. And he was trying to make the point that, you know, it had it had uh, syntax, but no semantics. Hmm. So, I mean, it was a correct sentence. You've got a noun, you've got a verb, you've got adjectives, you've got an adverb, but it makes no sense at all. No semantics. I suppose if you stare at it long enough, perhaps it'll become, <laughs> things will become self-evident. Those clues were, I mean, the clues for that were, were good, you know, and tricky clues like helium and carbon dioxide, colorless. Right. I mean, or I haven't the foggiest. I went for no idea before no clue. Um, Where was that? That was 29 across. I haven't the foggiest. It was no clue. Oh, was that? I'm sorry. That wasn't part. No, that wasn't part. Sorry. I, I, uh, that was. Ideas under, you know, 40 across. That was reach or that was uh, things you might or you might entertain them. Right. Ideas. That, and that was cute. Mm -hmm. And and sleep 43 across was recharge, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And that also was good. Yep. Um, the one underneath sleep was fascinating. Second social media account for posting private jokes and such informally, 
And the answer was Finsta. Yes, I saw that. I, I, I had never heard of that. But when I got my puzzle done, I looked it up, and that is indeed what Finsta means. Fake Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I guess you could have, have had F Twitter or F Twit, but now it's just FX, <laughs> which actually sounds a lot cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, Five across, Hindu Mister was Babu. Yes, I I have never heard that as a as a you know title of respect. Mm-hmm. Babu. Usually those titles of respect. I mean, I know about Sri S R I. Yes, that's what I media came to mind, but um, Babu. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. You know, long time ago. Um, Charles M. Schultz in Peanuts had, yeah, right. Had had uh, who was it? Uh, Lucy? No, not Lucy. No, it was Sally. Sally. Right, always saying to Linus, "My sweet babu," and he'd always be like, "I'm not your sweet babu." Right. But I don't know if that's how he spelled it. No, he spelled it with two O's. Right. B a b o o. Mm hmm. Um. Let's see. Uh, 14 across, throw a ball for a strike, say, was bowl. Yes. That was curious. It took me a while for that one Mm -hmm. because I was thinking, you know, good pitch. Right. (laughs) But, but, no, it was the bowl. Two down, on vacation in work calendar shorthand, out of office, oh, oh, oh. Oh, is that what that stands for? Yes. Oh. See, I'd never seen that either. There's a lot of stuff in here I've never seen. I don't know. I mean, unless you're you're in a work environment where people tend to 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 put those things in their I emails. Guess, yeah, I mean, I'm not. I just never, I just <laughs> never not answer my email. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, four down there, up to no good. Plotters that that was good. Yeah, that that was kind of different. And then the next five down, the most challenging uh, clue for me. Number two of six for Henry VIII. It was Anne Boleyn, and I could see vaguely it was going to be Boleyn, but then I had to figure out how to spell it. I know. I had that same problem. Let's see. Did did Henry VIII um, had her executed? Is that correct? Yeah. She she had her head chopped off. Because he couldn't spell her name and he was mad? No. He said she committed adultery. Oh, okay. So. I think we had this conversation the last time Anne <laughs> Boleyn appeared in the grid, which was not too long ago. Right. Uh-huh. But I don't think Boleyn, I don't know that Boleyn was the word that you had to spell. Because maybe it was Anne or something. No, <laughs> I, I can handle Anne. Um, that, that's, that's, it was definitely mm-hmm. Boleyn. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I remember the terror of trying to figure out how to spell that. Uh-huh. B-O-L-E-Y-N. Bolin. Right. So. I mean, you could go... I mean, they did have bowl for 14 across. Yes. So you could have bowl <laughs> in. Taking a clue from that. 41 down was another one that, you know, I, I escaped my uh, frame of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Doom scrolling example. Time suck. Said, Time suck. I've never heard that phrase. Nah, the, the author of this crossword, Scott Koenig, just invented it and uh-huh. dared anyone to say it didn't exist. Right. That's my working hypothesis. Could be. Could very well be. Um, I mean, I've, I've heard of a, I think I've heard of a time sink, maybe? 
Oh, I've never heard of that either. Oh. <laughs> I'm living in a bubble. Well, I may have invented time sync just there <laughs> to sort of try and counteract the time suck. Mm-hmm. But... Um, and the Simpson clue evaded me as well. Daw, deal, no, do. 39 across, steamed blank, classic Simpson, Simpson sketch, steamed hands. Yeah, I, I just sort of, I saw the word steamed and it was four letters and I figured it had to be peas. Oh. But. Um, <laughs> Why? <laughs> steamed well, peas. Well, that seems more, would you steam a ham? No. Okay, so at least steamed peas make sense. <laughs> no, not, I suppose you could, but not as a general rule. And then 53 across, showing my age here, uh, a well-known stone. And capitalized stone. I put Mick. <laughs> it's in Mick Jagger. Well, I was. <laughs> it I turned was out to be Emma. Emma. <laughs> so. And that name also sounds. She's a famous something. She's actress? an actress, yeah. Famous right. actress. Um, right beneath that, 59 across, alternating current pioneer was Tesla. Mm-hmm. My understanding is if that the if if North America had been on a DC based system. We'd be much better off in terms of energy. That, that alternating current is actually pretty wasteful. Really? But Edison lost out to Tesla somehow. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I knew that. Oh. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Was there anything else? Oh, uh, 48 across. Like father, like son. Male. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Mm-hmm. And 66 across. One guilty of disorderly conduct. That was a slob. Right. Uh-huh. Right. So there were some good clues in oh, here. Oh, yeah, I there were. There were. Uh, 19 across, object of wishful thinking, genie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, this this person who did it, Scott. Yes. Definitely has an interesting sense of humor. Mm-hmm. But also just um, just the way it was put together was, was uh I, I found it rather um, bizarre. But you did persevere. <laughs> I, I Yeah, I got it done, but. I was like, man, this is this is kind of a challenge for me. Well, you know, this is his first crossword in the New York Times. Oh, really? So we've never seen him before uh-huh. or his work before. Uh-huh. We probably haven't seen him either. No, and I don't think I have unless he lives in northeast Wisconsin. I, it does not in the crossword give away any of that. They, they don't dox him in the, in, in the crossword comments. He might be our neighbor. <laughs> That's right. That guy across the street. Named Scott Koenig. <laughs> what if he's in relation to Walter Koenig, the actor who was in the original Star Trek? I don't know. Probably not. I, I don't know. But, all right. Well, a good crossword. Lots of interesting uh, clues in it. Um, one last thing. We do have a bit of listener mail. Mm. And this was uh, in response to a request that we had made. This is from Jesse. And Jesse writes in, Lime CT, good evening. Just listened to the Friday episode and wanted to let you know you do, in fact, have a longtime listener in Lime, Connecticut. Whoa. Oh, I see. That's what CT stand for. Yes. I, I was thinking it was like some sort of a scan. Okay. Okay. Well, East Lyme, technically. Uh-huh. Lyme disease was, in fact, named for this area when an outbreak of rheumatoid arthritis was discovered in children from the Lyme slash Old Lyme slash East Lyme area. It's a lot of limes. Mm-hmm. And later became known as Lyme disease. Despite the unfortunate association with the name, Lyme is a lovely place to visit 
with beautiful farmland, forests, and ponds. Just do wear long pants if hiking, and be sure to check for ticks after. Yes, well, good advice. Thanks, Jess. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for that, Jess. Yes. Um, yeah, really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And Lyme, Connecticut. That is, that's very interesting. Yes. So. All right. <laughs> I guess, I don't know if Now any... we know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yes. And I wonder if there are any diseases that have broken out of northeast Wisconsin. <laughs> if, if there are, we know what they'll be named. Green Bay Packeritis? Is that a, is that a legitimate disease? Gosh, gosh, but gosh, I'm sick. <laughs> Air, Air Venture Vertigo. I don't know. All right. I think we've exhausted our knowledge of, uh, of north, north Wisconsin, northeast Wisconsin um, tourist attractions. <laughs> So that is it for today. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Remember, we love feedback. Just like Jess gave us, you can do the same. Yep. Drop us a line, crossword podcast at iCloud.com. Uh, that is it for today. We'll see all of you again tomorrow. Bye-bye.